0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Final hour of the Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. You know, I love horse racing. I know that many of you out there do as well, and you love going out to Canterbury Park. And you specifically love going out to Canterbury Park during um, the Triple Crown Days. And it all starts with uh, the Kentucky Derby weekend, right? So... To me, when I think about cashing those big tickets and finding a Derby horse or finding any one of the horses that can win a Derby, a preakness, Belmont, whatever, there's preparation that goes into cashing that big ticket. So many of you out there think that, okay, you know what we'll do? We'll head on out to Shakopee on that Friday, you know, evening. Um, if you, if you want to be a part of the, uh, the, the the, car that happens on Friday, or if you just want to wait until the, the actual derby itself and derby day on that Saturday, we'll drive out to Shakopee and we'll, you know, look at some of the horses that we've been hearing about. We'll go ahead and pick one. We'll wager on that horse, whatever. And hopefully we'll get a little bit lucky. Well, if you actually spend some time right now researching, and really divvying up your time that way in terms of looking at the horses that potentially could be running come the opening weekend in May, you're more than likely to make more money or make some money at all. There's this really cool um, tournament that takes place over the course of several months. It's called the Road to Kentucky, and I love it because, for me, it's very informational You watch a lot of races every uh, single weekend, specifically the stakes races that lead up to um, the Kentucky Derby because they're derby preps. And they have points that go towards getting into the gate at Churchill Downs. And joining us now to talk about the road to Kentucky and the importance of all of this and how it plays out is Jeff Madej from Canterbury Park. It's been a while since we last chatted, Jeff, but how you been, man?
2: It's been a long time Henry. Uh things are great. Things are great. Uh, this is a fun time of the year just because I can see the end of winter and the beginning of spring and that's and so these these prep races are are fun for that reason for me because uh I think we got it made again. We got another winter almost behind us. So and this this is uh, watching these horses develop now as we start watching these 3-year-olds progressing towards the derby is it's like watching any other athletes mature and you know and, and learning about them and finding out you know when they're going to be good and most of them these trainers they're, they're trying to peak on that first Saturday in May so some of these races now are just strictly for development they're going long for the first time they're trying new distances uh you know maybe they're, they're trying to find the right rider for these horses but uh it there's it, just a lot that goes into it but for us as handicappers and fans of the game it becomes very very fascinating
1: all right jeff you, you you're one of my friends you're my guy you're you're an honest good man uh but you, you 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 spoke a little uh um um some some falsehoods right there and in, in that last little commentary there you, you said that you could see the end of winter you cannot see the end of winter it is right now below 0 and it's going to be 15 below when we all wake up tomorrow so you cannot see
2: the end of winter yet <laughs> I'm an optimist, I guess. I got, we got to get through <laughs> one more day. How about that? You know, one more we'll, day. We'll have another two feet of snow, probably, but still, it's the days are getting longer. I mean, I I started a thing at work, Henry, where I would go home. I, I decided I'd have to be home before sundown. So for the last couple of months, I, mean, I was getting out of there at like four o'clock. It was fantastic. Now, you know, now I'm staying later. So it's coming back to get me. But that that tells me that spring is coming. But uh you're right. Tomorrow's going to be brutal. <laughs> After
1: that, we got to me. I'm just messing with you. All right, but let, let's let's dive into the Road to Kentucky, and I want you to lay out what it is specifically for the people that would like to participate in the Road to Kentucky contest that take place each and every weekend at Canterbury Park. But what I did lay out before um, we, we brought you up onto the show is the fact that if people go ahead and do their research now and they study these prep races and, and derby points races leading up to the derby, I think it makes wagering and formulating opinions about Derby winners that much easier. Your thoughts on that?
2: I agree because you get to know the horses that are good that are running on Kentucky Derby Day, and you can start to factor in what they went through to get there. Did they have? Did they face easy fields? Have they have they faced some of the best horses already before they get in the gate on Kentucky Derby? You know how are they going a longer distance of ground? You know do they have speed? Do they are they closers do they come from off the pace are they comfortable just sitting behind horses and they have to go to the front and these horses are creatures of habit so learning those kind of things as you're handicapping just these prep races alone uh makes it it makes it challenging but i think it also makes it rewarding because on derby day you've got 20 horses you've got millions and millions and millions of dollars being wagered there's an opportunity to really cash for size and that's that's what makes it fun but Again, it all goes back to me with this contest that we have offer every Saturday where you can come to Canterbury Park and enter. We use the full card. Like, for example, this week uh, is is the Holy Bull at Gulfstream Park. Well, they've got a 12 race program. I think they've got like five or six graded stakes. So it's not just these derby prep races with the best three-year-olds, but it's also some of the best older horses, fillies and mares colts and geldings as well so you really get to see the best of the best as the tracks roll through these prep races they usually put on a really good show from top to bottom so um, focusing on those races you, you don't just get to learn about the three-year-olds but you also get to see some other good racing too so it's fun it's a free to enter contest we give away prize money every, every week all the information of course at canterburypark.com um, and there's a lot of resources too to find out about horses and you know you and i like to handicap look at past performances whether it's the racing form or bris or whatever but you can read a lot about the horses at you know at drf.com that's the daily racing form website at equibase at bloodhorse you can start to learn about these horses learn about the trainers see what they think see what the jockeys think about the horses as well so so a lot of information that you can digest and then you try to put it together when you step up to the betting window
1: and beyond just the fact of like getting to know which horses potentially could be uh, in the uh, in the gates Um, at Churchill Downs in the first weekend uh, for the uh, Kentucky Derby. But also, like you mentioned, you get to see a lot of other horses that you'll see throughout the summer, spring and summer, that will be a part of the big-time stakes cards, stuff like that. But also, there are a lot of people out there that would like to just be a part of a really cool contest. And I I know that there's a certain percentage of people that do go and enjoy being out at Canterbury Park that enjoy the free contests that you guys provide.
2: Absolutely yeah it is fun and you get to kind of test your skills against everybody else and maybe you could get lucky and win some prize money along the way but it's a it's a really good way to stay involved every week and you don't you know you don't have to play every week if you miss one well each week is a separate contest with separate prize money so it is a fun way to stay involved and maybe get get some money for, for your efforts as well. But um, it, it is popular, and it's, 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 it really – a lot of horse players, I think they, they crawl under a rock after uh, after the Breeders' Cup, but we're starting to see them again now. So, again, Henry, I'm back to that. It's a sign of spring. I'm seeing horse players I haven't seen for about <laughs> two and a half months. So they're out there. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right, we're talking to Jeff Bidet from Canterbury Park here on the Late Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Road to Kentucky has started um each and every Saturday uh make your way out to Canterbury Park uh fill out the uh the contest card and and take a take a stab at it try to try to win you some money try to win a contest each and every week. You don't have to play like Jeff monday said every single week but play
2: when you can.
1: Uh which track is it this weekend?
2: So this week is is Gulfstream Park with the Holy Bolt and then there's a couple there's one other prep race out in California that we'll include in the contest uh at Santa Anita, not much of a race. It's the Bob Lewis. There's only four horses, and all of them are trained by Bob Baffert, so not much there. But again, you don't. I mean, it's not going to be a good betting race, but it might be an educational race just to watch, to see what these horses do because they're going to eventually have to step up and run in in, in uh, more difficult companies So there's there's always something that could be learned just by watching these races. But the whole the Gulfstream card will be great, deal. It's. Uh, Kind of the the winter focus point, I think, of of racing because they've got a great turf course, a very, a very good dirt track as well. They also have the synthetic surface, but what they really have going for them is great weather. So you get a lot of the best trainers, top to bottom, down their best jockeys ride down there um, all winter. So it's it's a fun racetrack to watch and to handicap.
1: Well, I'm always going to have a soft spot for Gulfstream because my favorite horse of all time made its way to the Kentucky Derby and won the Kentucky Derby going through Gulfstream Park. Do you do you remember which horse that was? Or do you do you have any uh, any clue as
2: to who I'm talking about? I'm not sure who you're talking about. it has to be the one that you cashed on though. So Absolutely so Barbaro. Them, this, Barbaro. Oh yeah, Barbaro, yeah. He was uh,
1: And 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 I know he broke his yeah, maiden um I know he broke his maiden in, in at Delaware, I think, but then after that he was shipped down to Gulfstream Park, and he you know made his way through there, and then of course he went on to be a Kentucky Derby winner.
2: And it is it is interesting, like because there are some horses that you know trainers don't have maybe early on in their two year old year as a developing don't have really high hopes for. But that, and I always say this same with human athletes, like there can be that moment where the light bulb goes on or where that talent all comes together and this horse that you thought was just going to be a race horse becomes a Kentucky Derby contender just overnight. It seems like they can mature that way. So that's part of the fun as well as you get, you know, a horse that may be, well, for example, last weekend at Oakland park, Bob Baffert had Arabian night who only run one time, you know, he crushed um, in the stake race that he was in, in the Southwest stakes. So that's a horse that really with no, no seasoning, but improved when it faced better company. So we're going to see a lot of those types of horses And the Holy Bull. I think is an eight-horse field with some lightly raced horses, but some horses that have every reason to improve.
1: Hey Jeff, let me ask you this real quick, and I know this is a little bit of a curveball, and this doesn't um, have to do with the uh, the road to Kentucky necessarily. Well, it, it kind of it, it doesn't, but it does. You mentioned Bob Baffert. Now he's technically he's still not allowed to have a horse in this year's Derby, right?
2: That's correct. So, and he's got, you know, it's, it's crazy. I said that he's got, you know, all four horses and that's a very yeah. short field in that Bob Lewis, but you know, there's a process where you, the trainers nominate horses before the race, like the week before 16 mm-hmm. horses were nominated for that race. 14 were Baffert. So uh, he's got so many three-year olds, but you're correct right now. He can run them in races outside of outside of Churchill Like he can run in Oakland. He can run in California. He can run in Florida, but his horses can't earn these derby points that we talked about. They have to earn points by running in the top three that can get them to the derby, and they accumulate. But as we get closer yeah. to the derby in the bigger races, you get more points. His horses can't earn those points. So like last year, if you remember, uh, it was a TABIA, right? Ran for Baffert. They switched it to uh, another trainer, and it, it won the Santa Anita Derby. or quality, you know, Earned enough points in the Santa Anita Derby and ran under a different trainer's name. That's what he's going to Got have you. to do now. Now he's still, he's still in, in some, he's pursuing it legally in Kentucky. I think he was in court today, so I don't know what happened there. But if he, if, if they don't turn their, if they have the ruling overturned, he has to have his horses out of his name and into another trainer's name by the end of this month. If they're going to earn uh, derby points.
1: Got you, hey Jeff, man. I appreciate the time tonight, and uh, at some point, one of these weekends, I'll make it out for the contest. But uh, until I make it out, I know that all the people out there in the listening audience can uh, go out there for the road to Kentucky.
2: Absolutely. Well, we'll keep talking, Henry, and we'll find uh, we'll we'll start to kind of home in on some Derby horses here over the next few weeks. It'll be a lot of fun. Lot of fun. All
1: right, let's do it. All right, that's Jeff Puday from Canterbury Park joining us here on the Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true
0: crime or comedy